It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. And we're heading to the Islandwood Veterinary Hospital in Newmarket, part of the Mill Street Veterinary Group, where we're joined by our resident vet, Jane Pickett. Good afternoon to you, Jane. Good afternoon, Patricia. And you're very welcome. We start with Tony in Carrick Tuhill, who has a seven-year-old Labrador dog, male, but is neutered. Well done, Tony. Uh, describes the dog as been in great form, but just of late, he appears to be gone off his food. And Tony's also started to notice that if he runs after about a minute, the dog will start to limp. Could they be connected in any way to him going off his food as well? Okay, so this is an interesting one. I think first and foremost, I'd say, well, has anything changed with this diet? So has the brand of food you're feeding changed or the times of day or the amount changed? If so, some of that could change his appetite a little bit. But it does sound like if that's not related to a change of food, that it would be a a kind of a red flag that you need to delve a little bit further. So a seven year old Labrador is is pretty much, a, a you know, kind of in, in the in their prime, as it were. But they are getting towards middle age for their breed. So what I will say is that any change in any dog should always be taken as a, a signal to take it further. I would suggest that the first thing I would do would be get him checked over by your vet. Have a full physical exam. It may be that they might want to do some screening tests. So I know that normally in, in patients over six or seven for most breeds, we would recommend kind of uh, annual or biannual blood tests just to screen for any early issues that might be causing the inappetence. It is possible that the lameness for running um, after kind of a minute or two may be connected with the loss of appetite. The loss of appetite is quite a vague sign, but it is, you know, one of the first ones we generally see in unwell dogs. There are certain diseases that might cause them to be uncomfortable that could be affecting his appetite and also causing the limp. But it is also possible they could be totally separate. What I will say is either sign on its own, whether it be the kind of lack of appetite reduction in appetite or the lameness after after a minute or two of running, they're both things that we need to attend the vet for. So we want our pets to be comfortable living their lives, comfortable when they're out and being mobile and active. And if he's becoming lame after a minute or two of running, then that's a sign that something's going on. So he must be in discomfort somehow. Now, it could just be muscular or it could be something a little bit more troublesome, and um, whether it be a, a ligament, a tendon or even a bone issue. So I really suggest that on both fronts with the inappetence and also the kind of lameness periodically after running I think you really need to attend your vet um, and let them know what's going on the starting point is a full physical exam and they'll be able to guide you from there yeah and any sort of issues like that uh, it's kind of a bit the same as humans the earlier any Mm. any condition or whatever is picked up the easier it is to treat I take it is it 
Absolutely. And I think I know as a pet owner myself, we're always worried about finding issues with our pets or having diagnoses that we may not be so comfortable with. What I will say, though, is the earlier we find and treat things through screening or being really vigilant and catching signs early um, and seeking veterinary assistance generally for most diseases, that gives us more options and we have longer to be able to intervene and help that pet stay well and have a good quality of life for as long as possible. So I know there sometimes is a hesitancy that kind of um, ignorance is bliss to a certain degree. But what I will say is that in the long term, you'll be really, really thankful that you attended your vet, even if it's only to put your mind at rest, that you attended your vet, made sure your pet is okay. And if any further treatment or investigation was needed, that that options are there for you at that point in time, when we can still do something to help. We see a lot of pets in the latter stages of their disease as a first presentation. And, you know, it's quite challenging at that point. Sometimes the changes are, are very far gone and our options are a little bit more limited. So the earlier, the better. Okay, Linda's been on on behalf of her mum. Her mum has a five-year-old Jack Russell that Linda says is very overweight. She says the dog appears to be constantly hungry. It is it's a neutered male, always begging for food. Linda reckons part of that that's part of the reason why the dog is so overweight. But she's wondering, could this constant hunger be a health issue in a five-year-old Jack Russell? It could be. But that would be a less common cause. A lot of the time, kind of constant hunger, begging is is really habit ba- habit based. So dogs will get used to kind of begging, asking for food, getting some of the really good stuff. So sometimes when they're given treats at this point, it's, you know, most households or most owners that I know and myself, sometimes we might give them a treat that's not their normal standard run of the mill morning and evening meal. So it's something extra special. So we're kind of habituating them by giving them these treats during the day into begging, into looking for these extra special things. And what I will say is that, you know, because they're super tasty for them, we're just reinforcing that behavior every time. For those kind of treats that are not their standard dog food, so not kind of standard commercially available dog food fed in kind of a a sensible amount for their normal meals. When we feed them human food or when we feed them treats, we need to remember that, you know, depending on what we're feeding them, it might be a small morsel or a small biscuit for us. But for them, for their body size and for their muscle mass, that's the equivalent of like 10 Mars bars. So we really need to take it in context, even though it's a small morsel of food we might be treating them with. For them, it's it's the equivalent of an absolute gorging meal. So it can put on weight quite quickly. And obviously those treats are for us. We know they're super tasty. So for the dogs are really reinforcing that begging behavior. So they can seem like they're hungry all of the time because they want the, you know, the sweet, the really good stuff all of the time. And they may, as a result, be less interested in their normal kind of healthy, balanced diet that they might be receiving, you know, daily for their for their breakfast and dinner. What I will say is there are a number of causes of kind of constant hunger that we might see a lot more rarely in pets um, that could be related to hormonal problems or, you know, kind of uh, their metabolism, their um, nutrient absorption. But what I will say in an overweight pet, those things are really, really, really uncommon. Those issues would be a lot more, a lot more common in dogs that were maybe losing weight or had other changes, other clinical signs. So far and away, the most common cause of kind of constant hunger and weight gain is really, you know, habituating pets into into begging for treats and kind of reinforcing by giving them lots of food all of the time. It really does sound like first port of call. I'd say like like us with any weight loss journey, the first thing you say is attend your GP and ask for advice. So I would say if this is something you want to embark on. Double check that there is 
nothing wrong in the background. So attend your vet for a checkup, full physical exam, but with a view to asking them about weight loss. As long as there's no issues flagged and they don't have any suspicion of any underlying health issues that might be causing the problem, they will be a good first port of call to discuss the dietary habits with you. And also they may refer you to a weight loss clinic, either with themselves or sometimes nurses are you know, really, really passionate about weight control in many cases. So they may be able to facilitate kind of a weight clinic for your pet. And that will be kind of regular weight weighing and a diet that's very specific. So they'll be able to calculate exactly how many calories your pet needs to lose weight safely. So with pets and weight loss, it's really important that kind of slowly, slowly wins the race. Fast kind of drastic measures are not healthy for us as humans, but also really not healthy for pets. Um, and in some cases, particularly in cats, drastic weight loss can be really, really dangerous and life threatening. So it is important to do it. If you have a significant amount, amount of weight for your pet to lose, it's really important to seek professional help with that so that it can be done consistently and safely. But so you, so you're, putting, really, really well you're, you're putting the yeah. dog on a diet and probably increasing exercise, but it does work. You, you have seen dogs lose very overweight dogs lose weight. Absolutely. I have seen some fantastic transformations, pa patients that have lost really consistent weight over a period of time and their health is all the better for it. In the they longer live longer. Term. So yeah, they really absolutely live, live longer. Uh, it's, and this is another issue to do with a, a dog being hungry. It's to do with a, a 13 year old Bichon Frise. I feed her first thing in the morning. Now, she doesn't eat much during the day, doesn't look for much food during the day. From, but from about six o'clock in the evening, she'll start eating the cat food if it's left out. Then she's constantly looking for food whenever we're sitting around the table eating and it'll go on and on until eventually we take all evidence of food away from her. Now I'm starting to think maybe I should be feeding her more. How often should she be fed and what time is best for the last feed? A 13-year-old Bichon Frise. Okay, so this is, I suppose, a very similar situation to the last query, but with the added thing that our pet is a little bit older here. So I, I would really say that, you know, before before you change anything, take your pet for a health check to your vet, just to make sure, given their slightly more advanced age, that nothing is going on in the background that might be causing a change in habits. That said, it does sound like your pet may be getting a lot of treats and a lot of snacks and a lot of the really good stuff in the evening, potentially when the family are around. And that may be making it less inclined to eat its normal diet at its normal meal times. Um, obviously, some dogs get very wily and they start holding out for the good stuff later on. Um, and sometimes they may just be may just be full and may not want to eat their normal normal meal. So I think first step, double check with your vet that there's nothing up. Take them for a full physical exam, perhaps some routine routine kind of blood work as they're a little bit older. And provided there's no issues, I really think two solid meals in the day is a good idea as a basis now have a chat with your vet about your own specific situation and your pet they might advise that there's additional meals during the day depending on what's going on but for a standard dog a breakfast and a dinner i'd probably feed the dinner around six or seven o'clock at night so that your dog has time to digest it before they go to sleep and also to go outside and to do a bowel motion before they go to bed so that's a helpful thing to do it is really important that you feed the correct amount for your pet. So when you're in with your vet, get them to weigh your pet and then you'll be able to assess, well, as per the back of the packet, what's the suggested amount? And you can have a chat with your vet if you have any doubts about that as to how much you should be feeding. But it's really important to feed a good quality kind of a good quality, ideally nut based diet 
Now, one thing I'd say is if your pet is trying to eat softer food, it may be an early indication that they might have oral pain, so tooth pain, toothache. So when you're in at the vet, it's really important that they just check that there is no preference towards the softer food or treats and that it's not an issue that they're having with the nuts because of pain in the tooth. Particularly with an older dog, yeah. And it's it's all about feeding today. Hi, question for Jane, your your vet, uh, please. Our Labrador will be a year mid-September. Should he be on one meal a day or two? He's been fed on kibble. Okay, so um, this is to a degree personal preference. I would normally suggest that most dogs would get two meals a day. And that's because I think I think about ourselves. So if we were going all day and only had one meal a day, our blood sugar stability probably wouldn't be great. And I think it, it's a fair assumption to assume for, for dogs and cats, it would be very similar. Similar. Now, some dogs, they do manage really well on once a day, and it is a personal preference. But my preference and what I feel is generally appropriate for most dogs is two meals. And that doesn't mean, mean, mean fe- like feeding them double the amount. You can have the amount that they're having between a morning and an evening meal. It. But it'll keep them a little bit fuller for longer. Yeah. And I think it's, it's a generally good idea. Okay. And seeing as you've mentioned dental issues Lisa uh, was on she has a 12 week old Cocker Spaniel pup now she said her older collie dog had very bad teeth uh, issues later in his life and she doesn't want the same for this little one should she be brushing the pup's teeth and if so how Okay, well, this is brilliant. This makes me really, really happy because um, this listener has a great opportunity to get in there early for their pet and improve their dental health over the course of their life. So you're exactly on the right track. The thing I would recommend is getting them used to brushing their teeth. It's the number one thing that can prevent tartar buildup because we're using toothpaste that will be dog safe. That's my first tip. Don't use human toothpaste. Some of the ingredients are not safe for dogs and also they don't like the minty taste. So visit your pet shop or your vet and they'll be able to give you a kind of a, it's usually a beef or chicken flavoured one and it's safe for pets should they ingest small amounts of it. So use a pet flavoured toothpaste and use a, a toothbrush which is reasonably robust. So you don't want anything flimsy that will have little fragments break off in your pet's mouth should they chew on the on the, on the brush by accident. What I would suggest to begin with is really start very slowly. Don't expect to brush their whole mouth on day one. That's probably a month down the line. Get them used to even just sniffing or licking at the toothpaste off the brush and then slowly move it inside their gums for even two or three seconds and reward them with the treat. You really need to make it a positive experience that they look forward to that's bonding with you. And it will take a little while before you can get them to brush the whole mouth. And then I would say longer term, as regularly as possible. If you can do it every day, brilliant. If you can do it every second day, that's still fine. I think the important thing is making it a regular habit and starting when they're puppies, it's a really great time to do it because everything that happens to them within the first few months of life, they kind of take as normal. So they're really adaptable. Their brains are just, you know, absolute sponges at this point. So if you start slowly, get them used to it, make it a positive experience that will help to keep your pet's dental health good over time. OK, well done. Well done. OK, uh, thanks for that, uh, Jane. We'll chat again next Thursday. You too. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. That is Jane Pickett of the Islandwood Veterinary Hospital in Newmarket, part of the Mill Street Veterinary Group. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.